It's your favorite time of week when Brooks and Chelsea meet to talk about all things Ren. It's for your information. So take a seat and listen up, because this is going to be some really good stuff. Grab your coffee and listen in. It's for your information. But seriously, don't forget your coffee. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our very first episode of 2024. This is FYR, the podcast made to keep renters informed, connected, and excited about all the happenings here at Ren. You probably know, or you should know, again, who we are by now, but this is your first podcast. Welcome. I'm Chelsea Everhart, and I have my co-host with me, Brooke Thomas. Hey, Brooke. Hey, how's it going? It's good. Happy New Year. We made it Happy New Year. I know. We're here. It's January. We made it to 2024. Go team. Man, I'm excited. Big things happening for Ren this year. And, Mm -hmm. you know, to kick off, for those of you who weren't able to join the all hands meeting yesterday, Joe and team, all of the executive leadership team had some really great updates for us. So to kick off FYR season three, which I can't believe we're in season three, that's a really big accomplishment for me personally, but we're speaking to (laughs) one of our favorite guests who hasn't been with us for a while. So welcome back, Joe. How are you? I am doing fabulous and thanks for having me back. I feel honored. Of course. Yeah. You haven't been with us for quite some time. You got to take a little FYR hiatus. It's it's been a few months, um, <laughs> yeah. but absolutely, I'm glad to be kicking off 24 with both of you. That's great. Yeah, who better than than you to kick us off? Just bringing bringing us full circle. You kicked off That's our right. first podcast for us in 2021, and now you're doing it again in 2024. So, welcome. We're we're so happy that you're here. So for, again, those of you who are able to join All Hands, one thing that, that Joe had mentioned yesterday um, or last Thursday, is, as today is a different day, but anyway, he talked about new objectives for, for REN. We typically have new objectives every year for REN, but these are a little bit different in, in why we're doing them and, and the goals behind them. So that's what we're going to be talking about today with Joe. So first and foremost, Joe, what, what drove the change for the objectives for this year? Yeah, I think, you know, when when the executive team and I started, you know, thinking about 24, and this was probably early giving season, let's call it October, you know, one of the things that, that we like to do is come up with anchor themes. And we've done that historically and around servicing our customers, around, you know, expansion of our go-to-market footprint, around growth and some of that. But we felt like there was maybe a conduit or a layer missing, you know, and we've always had a strategy, we've had a vision and a mission, but, you know, I think a couple things, one, and and a lot of this was driven by feedback from employees is a lot of folks had a hard time connecting what they do day in and day out to a lot of the higher level objectives, right? So we wanted to make sure that we just didn't leave them at a very, very high level. Like, A, we want to grow, right? And everybody's like, okay, well, that's obvious. And everybody wants to grow or we want to have happy customers. So we really tried to add the actionable component to what we were building out um, and the measurement component, right? So let's not just stop at growth. What does growth mean? And then where do we want to grow, right? And that kind of leads to the second piece around driving change, which was, Also, let's not try to be all things to all people. Let's really focus 
in what we're trying to do. Where are we strong? Where are we good? Where do our customers need us? And let's drive our company objectives aligned with that. So as you probably recall, you know, around the growth thing, you know, we talked about empowering the advisor journey through the DAF cycle, right? And, you know, we've seen in our customer base, the more and more we do that, the more successful a lot of our programs are, which obviously leads to our success. So I'd say there were two kind of fundamental things to take away that drove change. One is how do we drive focus into the business, which if you look across the organization, the more you have focus, I think it brings clarity to what people need to be working on, right? And then to the extent that you can make the objectives actionable, um, it allows folks to build their objectives that tie to them, right? So in every part of the business, we want people to look at growth, efficiency, and delight, and then the sub, what I'd call the objective key result components, and say, yeah, what I'm doing ladders up to that, and it makes all the sense in the world, right? And you know, part of it is to give focus, part of it is to give purpose to what people are doing. So those would probably be the two underlying, I'd say, fundamental things that that drove change. And historically, I think we've We've also leaned towards more financial-based metrics, like we want to be at so much revenue, or we want to be at so much profit, or we want to do, and we won't move away from having those because obviously we're, we want to have a financial plan. We want to make sure we're disciplined, we're sound, we're sustainable, um, and we're hitting on those cylinders, but that's not enough, right? Right to connect everybody. And so we felt like driving the focus, driving the connectivity around the objectives um, was really important as we move into 24. Yeah. And I, I really love that the fact that we're working on the actionable piece this year as a leader to when I'm having those conversations with my team, that's also something that or always something rather that we, we really have to think about, you know, you say that you want to do this, but how do we get you? to that and to be able to complete that goal. And that's always been something I personally have struggled with. So I love that we're really focusing on that from the top down. I think it definitely helps us in just completing those objectives because what's the point in making them if we can't work towards them and check them off? For sure. And and not doing things just to do things, right? Yeah. Like there's a point to what we're doing and now we're connecting it all together. And as a team, and this is part of what I would think the delight portion of this is like, we're going to be satisfied as employees because we're going to see why we're doing this, how it's all connected. And it's a lot more fulfilling as an employee to, to work that way. Like, okay, I get it. I see where the ship is going. It's not just off wandering somewhere. This all makes a lot of sense. So I love that. I think it it's going to make a lot of sense for us Absolutely. as employees be really satisfying. So Joe, can you tell us what you're most excited about with all of this? Yeah, there's probably a, a few things. Um, one and is as as you know, the teams start to look at the well. Let me back up before I get into more detail. You know what I'm most excited about is I think we're on to something special and unique in the industry and what we're doing. Right, is as really being the leader, but building a category and having a significant and outsized impact on philanthropy. Right, and we're seeing that day in and day out. And that doesn't happen unless we have the collective great work of everybody in the team, okay? But also as part of this objective process and really what gets me excited and everybody's gonna see this is, I think we were partly ambitious 
uh, but we were also aspirational in what we actually documented here, right? And for some, that's going to excite people and it's exhilarating. For some, it's going to make them a little uncomfortable, which I think both are fine, right? Part of that depends on personality. But if you think about doing something special in an industry, whatever it is, and you can pick companies over the last hundred years that have that have done something special in industries, the ones that are aspirational really move big rocks and make outsized change in an industry. So you're going to see some numbers and some things that isn't fundamentally there to scare. Although some people will get a little uncomfortable, it's really meant to, you know, really drive aspiration in the team and, and in large part, get folks to think differently and think big about what we're doing, right? Uh, over the next, you know, year, obviously in 24, the next three years and the next five years. So I'm just excited about where we're landing. I'm excited to have you know, the team leads, the managers, et cetera, really embrace these. And and then also as they get through their process, my guess is, you know, there's going to be parts where they don't agree or we didn't get it right. And that kind of constant loop of evolution of what we're going after. I think we're just going into it very honest and, and upfront about what we're doing here. I love that. And, you know, um, I have to say, Joe, it is never boring working at Ren. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's always evolving and changing. And it's been a really exciting place to work. And I, I have a deep appreciation for that because I came from somewhere else where things were pretty stagnant. It was, it was a pretty, pretty, not that we're taking huge risks, but like you said, we are, we have some audacious goals. And if you're not brave, if you don't do things that are a bit audacious, you don't really accomplish much. And I was in a place where I, we weren't really doing that. So it's, it has been very thrilling to be here and to be a part of something that already we've we've moved so much since I started two and a half years ago. So it's it's exciting to see now that we're going to go even further. So it's it's very fun to be a part of this. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, I was going to say too, Brooke. Sorry, um, Joe, but so just just the change that we've we've done because you know I've I've been through many iterations thus far of Ren, but each one has been better. So I think we continue to your point, Joe, to bring ourselves out of our comfort zone so that we can start to make those those big changes. And thus far, in in my mind, they've paid off. So it's exciting. Yeah, and I think partly, you know, where where my excitement is, you know, it's kind of, it's it might be uh, almost in in conflict, but I love our focus. But at the same time, as you move into twenty four, I think you're going to be you're going to see us testing a lot of new things, right? Whether it's a multifaceted growth strategy that's thinking about family offices, whether it's you know developing and implementing an advisor-focused marketing strategy. These are all things that are going to be net new. My guess is half of them will be broken, mistakes, fail, but we're going to learn from that. But if you don't take that next step, you never learn, right? Two years ago, um, we took the big step of the DAF Giving Summit. And at the time, you know, there were a lot of people saying that is the stupidest idea ever. But if we would have stopped there, you know, just think we would have never launched it. We wouldn't be where we're at. So we've got to continue to focus, but continue to innovate, experiment and iterate. So I'm excited about 24 um, and all the things that we're, we're thinking about that are going to cut across the business 
And yeah, I think, uh, you know, no better time than at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what gets net new clients and, and companies interested in REN and wanting to partner with REN so much is because we are stepping outside the box of what it means to support philanthropy, both at a low and high level, since we we do both. I mean, we have clients that send us 5000 to open an account. We have clients that send us a million and, and anywhere in between. So the fact that we're able to support such a wide variety of charitable giving, I think is is just great. There's not a lot of others in the industry that are like us, if any. So... So you kind of already started hitting on it, Joe, but what broadly do you think that these objectives and where we're going really means for REN in the future? Yeah, I mean, I've hit on some of this, but I I think you've, you know, there's, you've got to think about, you know, the underlying why of, okay, this is all great, but at the end of the day, why are we doing this, right? And Obviously, we have leadership. How do we continue to maintain, expand our leadership? Uh, you know, a lot of this speaks to that. But, you know, and we're a purpose-driven organization. And we want to, you know, I think we want to wake up in in five years and figure out, you know, how we've grown our assets under administration, you know, to close to $200 billion, And we're pushing, you know, $50 billion a year to charities, right? And And those are some of the, I would say, the big lofty, objectives and goals that we have to really change this industry as the wealth transfer changes. But for me, the, you know, moving forward, we need to think about our, and I talked a little about this, I believe yesterday, right? Is like, you know, if if you can keep your chain of stakeholders, I would say happy, I don't know if happy is the right word, but engaged, you know, evolving and when I think about stakeholders, and this gets back to, I might've talked about this yesterday, it's like, you know, a lot of times everybody just thinks it's our investors or our customers, but it, it really starts with our employees, right? And and this is why I think for me, Delight is is so exciting is, and, you know, you know, it's not that I want everybody running around the office delighted, right? But it's like, is is everybody engaged? Do they like what they're doing? Do they, you know, and, and some people want to continue to, you know, accelerate their careers and grow. Are we providing a pathway for that? Some love what they do and they they want to do that 20 years from now, right? And we've seen that. I mean, you were at the meeting, I guess, what was yesterday, but will be last week when this airs. And, you know, we've got people that have been in this business one, three, five, 10, 20, 25. And then I think we've even got some 30 year veterans, right? I mean, that's amazing. So to the yeah. extent that, you know, the three of us are here in 10 years and 15 and 20, probably in significantly different roles and doing different things, that to me would be a testament that, you know, we, we've done the right thing for that stakeholder group in providing, you know, a great journey for them. But I think if we're doing that, our customers, um, the charities that we serve, any partners that we've aligned with, and then obviously our investors are going to benefit from that, right? And I think that's what, you know, longer term, we need to keep keep in mind, you know, kind of the delight factor. And each of those stakeholders might define delight differently, right? Not only in that bucket, but us three on the phone might think about what gets us you know, most excited about Ren or being here, whatever, very differently and across the board. So, you know, part of that is is our job. And, you know, the the thing I've been kind of latching on to lately is, 
especially as technology is moving so fast, right? And and you guys are probably seeing AI is moving so fast and it can it can write a marketing, you know, brief for you in in a, in a matter of 10 seconds and you know, more and more technology takes on more and more things. But at the core, there's still people and at the at with people there's relationship and with relationship there's understanding the nuance of what makes each of us tick. And I think that's very critical inside any business right. if you want to deliver success moving forward. And that might be crazy. That might be too deep for this, you know, FYR podcast, but um, <laughs> I, I think, think so. it's incredibly important. Yeah. No, I agree. We we love deep conversations here, Joe. <laughs> um, we do. We do. But I love I love that you brought that up because, you know, in a I'm I'm one of the ones who was coming into the internet phase, but I still remember when we didn't have it. So the fact that we are now where we are with technology and it's it's coming into our work lives and our daily lives and we just can't seem to get away from it. I love that you acknowledge the fact that we still have to have the people element to really make sure that delight of the customers is there because yes, them being able to do something quickly on the website themselves, that's absolutely something that we need, but we also need to still be here for them when they want to have that one-on-one conversation, when they are struggling with something that the technology just can't do for them. So I, I really love the fact that you touch on that as well, because I do think that that's important, especially in our industry, you know, thinking about complex assets and Kim Ledger, we couldn't do that just all through technology. We have to have those conversations to make sure that, that that's being cared for. But it's a balance too. And what I like about Ren is that we don't run from those things because I think some companies sort of bury their head in the sand um, and others just really run into it. And I feel like there's been a really great balance of like, how can this, how can these technology solutions benefit us and complement what we're doing and what our staff is doing so that we can do the human things better and they can spend time, you know, we can let the grunt work be done by some of these other things that can do that. And, and we don't have to focus on that. So it's been a really uh, interesting balance and, and you aren't slow to it. Joe, <laughs> it's, it's not like a year later. Now you're you're acknowledging that AI exists. It was like immediately um, our leadership team was in conversations about like how we can use that to our benefit, which is very relieving as as you know staff to see that that's how we work. So um, that is very appreciated. Absolutely. 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 Well, those are the specific things we wanted to talk to you about regarding objectives and, and what's upcoming for 2024 and beyond. But it wouldn't be true FYR fashion without some fun questions for you okay. as well. So, That's the best part, right? <laughs> exactly. I'll let Brooke kick these off here for okay. us. Okay. Yes. All right. So here we go. Joe, what's a fun or interesting fact about yourself that people might not know about? I've got one pair of lucky underwear and I call them my lucky reds. <laughs> Why are they lucky? What made them lucky? I'm just curious if it's an appropriate conversation. You know what? <laughs> it, it dates back to my high school days Oh wow! Um, when I played basketball in high school and there was a guy on our team, David Goldwater, great guy. And lo and behold, you know, he had his lucky reds and then it kicked off all of us wearing our lucky reds. Um, and it led to success, but nobody knows that. I've never told that story, by the way. 
Uh, so oh, you guys are the first <laughs> first inhabitants of everyone. Yes. First inhabitants of the lucky, lucky reds, and uh, <laughs> maybe we'll get you a pair one of these days. Oh gosh, <laughs> we'll get the Ren logo on there. Yeah, there we go. We'll call them the lucky Rens instead. I'm of the never going to hear the end of this one. I've never told that to anybody, by the way. But uh, I don't know why <laughs> that entered so my mind. I'm so glad you divulged that to us. <laughs> yeah, same. That's amazing. That See, people, that's why we like, do these. People like nobody knows, <laughs> and I can't throw them away. So. Oh gosh, that's really funny. Well, kind of along that same line, if Ren had a mascot, what would our mascot be? That's a good one. See, now now everybody knows I I don't get these in advance. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe <laughs> you know, maybe Buzz Lightyear or something. You know, it seems like always you know positive to infinity and beyond. You know, um, the Ren rockets. Yeah, yeah, you know, always, always uh, trying to find a solution. I like that. I do too. I do too. And Buzz Lightyear always mm-hmm. has his friends, and I think here at Ren, we we are only successful when we work together. So yeah, I think that's a really good one, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm really hoping that your answer to this is not The Godfather, but can you describe <laughs> your leadership style using a movie title? <laughs> oh no. Um. <laughs> Using a movie title. This is probably better to ask the management team. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what? I'll, I'll take I'll take an easy out here. Moneyball. Okay. Oh, okay. You know that. Uh, you know, and, and and this I think you know for me the business moving more towards data to inform what we're doing and decisions because I think we've you know we just we got to mature in that area. And if you've never seen the movie with Brad Pitt, but it's it's about, you know, kind of shifting from old school, you know, gut thinking and eye test and everything to being more data driven. That's, That's a really great answer. One. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that movie in a long time, but yeah, that, that does. So last one here, if you had to pick a karaoke song, what would it be? I got to practice so that we can karaoke together. Exactly. <laughs> That's applicable to the business? Or just- any Maybe karaoke song that you like. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's actually the title of the song, but thinking about the business, and, and I'm sure you guys have heard it, you ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I oh, think I that like would that. be that would be good. And I think, you know, that's that's also for the business, right? You know, yeah, we've done a lot, but you ain't seen nothing yet. Absolutely. So that means then, Joe, that you need to brush up on that song because since the Death Giving <laughs> Summit is in Nashville this year, there will be a karaoke night just like there was in Clearwater. So um, yes, I'll, I'll make sure to practice. You have to that, join. You can hold me to it. <laughs> we okay. will. Oh, we yes, will. <laughs> absolutely. We'll play this recording that you said <laughs> you would do it. <laughs> we have to play Wonderful. that song for the outro now, right? Oh, <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Well. Thank you again, Joe, for your time today. We really appreciate you joining us and and kicking us off for 2024 and just good things to come. I'm really excited about the future for Ren. Chelsea, Brooke, thanks for all that you do for Ren and obviously for FYR. This is awesome. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New New Year, Year, Joe.